Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishcon. Every Tuesday, we trial a different self-care practice and report back to you on the results. And on Friday, we are back to explore more from the world of wellness with the latest news, interviews, feedback from our wonderful listeners and our challenge of the week. Welcome back to Self-Care Club, the epilogue show. Welcome to Friday's epilogue show where we're taking a deeper dive into this week's practice of eyebrow kits. But first... Review of the week! We've got a little review. We haven't had one of them for a long, long time. Well, it wasn't on Apple Podcasts, but it was in our inbox and it was so lovely. Mm. And I said to her, oh, please, could you go and write that in the review section on Apple? And she said, oh, I don't have Apple. So I said, okay, I'm going to read it out on the show anyway. Yes. But before I read it out. Yes. Can we have a bit of a discussion? About? About reviews. We'd like some. Yeah. (laughs) Please kindly. Nice ones. Oh, yes. If you have nothing nice to say, keep it to yourself. Because there's a, the review at the top at the moment is not a nice one. It's and we, hilarious. We've only got about three not nice ones out of... Out of three, 200. 300 or something. 300 reviews. Yeah. So the fact that it's at the top, clubbers, come on, someone step in and put a nice review in there. Please. Yeah. So review and subscribe. That's basically what we're going to say at the top of the show. We're going to say it everywhere. Review and subscribe. And actually, those reviews on Apple make the most enormous difference. Yeah, they really do help us. So, so please. So what did, what did Victoria say? Victoria said, after listening to your keratin episodes i had one done and i love it living by the sea with naturally frizzy curly hair is a game changer also cbd loving too it is genuinely no exaggeration when clubbers say your pod is life-changing ladies oh with a yellow heart quick question the club in inverted commas how amazing would it be if you really did open a physical self-care club like for real could i be first in line for a job there thank you oh of course you could victoria i'm not even recruiting yet but you're top of the list <laughs> what's she gonna do well i need someone to run the cafe manage it need someone to cook in the cafe need someone I, to do what's i i i i feel like we, i'm gonna manage we. it and you're gonna be like the creative host and i'm gonna be you know i i like to do all the like nitty gritty oh, businessy bits that's why we work so well together i don't want to do any of yeah, that yeah so we need a manager to book all the rooms out yeah we need someone to restock that bar full of all the kombucha and all the other CBD drinks. drinks. Yeah. Mushroom tea now. Yeah. Matcha. We need someone to book in our guest speaker. Like, it's a busy club. It is a busy yeah. Wouldn't you love it, though? I would love it. That is totally on my bucket list. Mm. It'd be like this, the self care club, Soho House kind of place, basically. That is exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah. It, that is exactly It's the Soho House of self care. Mm. Beautiful toiletries, a gorgeous spa, yeah, lovely staff, yummy food. We'll record all the podcasts from there, and people can just come in if they want to. Yeah, yeah, It'd be amazing. Lo- yeah, loving it, loving so, it. So, Victoria, you got a job. Yeah. So that's our review of the week. Okay. Thank uh, you, Victoria. How are you getting on with uh, the eyebrow kit? How are your eyebrows? <laughs> Have a look. They look great. They, they look okay. I'm going to call them the fox brow. Remember when we did all yeah. the different brows last week? Yeah. They're like the fox brow. So I've been playing around with the kit. Oh, yeah. And I have done it properly. You went tail to nose. <laughs> <I> went <laughs> tail to nose. And let me tell you something. Yeah. It really, really works. Well, when you actually follow the instructions yeah. and do it yeah. properly. Yeah. 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 When you actually read it. They are it, looking good. Follow it. Yeah. Because this one white eyebrow. Yeah, the one hair. 
I cannot. It's all I can see on my face. One rogue eyebrow. <laughs> it's all I can see. I cannot on my see face. it today. No, because I've done my eyebrows. Brilliant. I have even contacted. This is so me. A microblading woman to come and get my eyebrows microbladed. What? Yes. Why? Because I, I cannot bear this one rogue white eyebrow. But microblading doesn't dye them, does it? I I don't know because I haven't managed to speak to her yet. Okay. I mean, that's that that's a lot of effort for one hair. But it's not going to stay at one hair, is it? It might. This is only going in one direction uh, and it ain't good. It might. Anyway, this yeah. brow, this eyebrow kit, yeah. when done correctly, Clubbers, mm. is absolutely fan-bloody-tastic. It's good. It's what true. do you think? I like it a lot. I'm not wearing it today because I'm feeling a bit fringy. Oh, and you've got the red lip. You don't need everything. I didn't need everything you've got an today. Eyeliner. You've got a red enough, lip. Like the, enough already today. It, see, don't overkill exactly. it. Exactly. Like Mary J. Blige with the accessories. <laughs> She's always got three too, <laughs> too many, many accessories on. Yeah. She does not follow Coco Chanel's rule. No. What's she? that rule? That when you look in the mirror, you should take off the first thing you see. Because that means if you can see something. What if it's your bra? <laughs> then, then you're not wearing enough clothes. Hold on. So if you're wearing two, let's say you're wearing big chunky earrings, a huge necklace, loads of rings and a bracelet. I get it. I get it. turn around and something's like really glaringly obvious. That's the thing you should take off. What if the first thing you see is the thing that you like the most? Listen, she's dead. So unfortunately we can't ask her. But I know what she means. You know what I mean? Like when it's overkill. I, I know what she means. Yeah, that's that's. I just need rule. more specifics. I think that's that's the rule. There are no specifics. Okay. Coco Chanel. So how are you getting on with the eyebrow kit? Oh, you haven't done I it mean, today. I haven't done it today. I have done it when I'm feeling like being eyebrowy. Eyebrowy. But I like it. I like it a lot. I'm very impressed. She keeps drinking. You know why she's silent? lovers because she's swigging these revolting ginger cayenne turmeric lemon shots these expensive little shots that she's got a little addiction to now i have got it because she's a sick puppy (laughs) i have got a little addiction to them and then lauren just kindly said why don't you make them so i'm going to keep this little bottle and see if i can figure out the if you can't i will will you yeah i know you will i totally will but how much cayenne do you need not very I think much a lot. at all. I have kind in my house. I, I'll make those for you. I think it would be better. So, how did the clubbers? How do the clubbers feel about eyebrows? Well, our own eyebrows. I asked them on Instagram. Like, do you actually think about your eyebrows? Is eyebrows a thing in I your life? Bet they do. They're a stylish group of women. So I asked, are brows a part of your beauty routine? Uh huh. Options were mm-hmm. yes, very much. No, never touch them. I get them threaded and that's it because that's like what I do. And I love doing my brows. Mm. Yes, very much. They are part of the Clubber's beauty routine. 48%. Yeah. A lot, right? Yeah. So they're into their brows. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 29% no, never touch them. I get them threaded and that's it. 15%. And the 7% is I love doing my brows. Nice. But I've gone from I get them threaded and that's it to yes, very much. Mm. Okay. I'm a convert. Ah, listen. If we keep on with these pra- all these practices that I love, yeah, I'm not going to have time for anything. I'm not even going to have time to record the show. I'm going to be so busy taking care of myself, and I'm going to be so busy as a new imaginary beauty blogger. Oh, I did my beauty blog for you, by the way. What the five minute face? I did it. Well, look, we'll put it out. Okay, we'll put it out. On I'll Instagram. give it to you, and you can do what you like with it. Lovely. Thanks for doing that. We're very excited. Don't be. <laughs> <laughs> right now, we're going to get on to challenge of the week. Yeah. Self-care club challenge of the week. So last week you gave a very lovely 
newsflash about Pink and what she does for her. So she's stepping up her self-love. Yeah, she was she? sending herself flowers with a loving note. Gorgeous. Mm. And then she talked about, she's putting it in her spirit, she called it her spiritual toolbox. Yeah. So then we talked about, oh, we should have a spiritual toolbox and we're going to chat about that. And then we put the challenge out to you clubbers about thinking about what is in your spiritual toolbox. Yes. We heard from Yasmin. <gasps> yes. She says, morning ladies, spiritual toolbox. Yes, in capital letters. I do have one in my box. Excuse the expression. <laughs> I have currently incense, essential oils, crystals, oracle cards and my pendulum. What does the pendulum do? What's that for? Swinging. <laughs> in her box. Yeah. <laughs> That's not what it's for. It's a spiritual school. I think it's probably made of crystal, a crystal or a stone, pendulum. Mm. I use all of these daily. Right, Yasmin, we want to know what you do with the pendulum. Mm. They are part of my daily routine, she says. I truly believe in all of these tools. And just because you can't see things working doesn't mean they don't. Thanks, ladies. Love, Yasmin from New Zealand. Love it. Thank you, Yasmin. Love it. Well, come on, spill it. What? What's in your spiritual toolbox? Well... I, I feel like it doesn't have to be things that are actually physical things. Do you know what I mean? It's like things you can pull out of the hat. Of totally. The, it's like an imaginary. It's not actually a toolbox, is it? So it's things that you can pull out when you're feeling like you need a bit of care, caring, right? So I thought about what are, I thought some of my spiritual toolbox things are in my bedside table drawer and they are physical things. So I have a really, really nice hand cream. I have a really, really nice. And I think it's. <laughs> Pause. What? Hand cream. Yeah. That is not part of spirituality. It's things that make Nivea you... and spirituality do not go together. Or a trixo it's, and spirituality no, are not the same it's thing. It's things that uplift you, that make you feel no. good, centred, That's a self-care toolbox. I would say that would be in your self-care toolbox. This is a spiritual toolbox. Well, then I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> You've got crystals. I do have, they're also on the bedside table. So you, ha and you like your crystals. I think my things are all there and I do count it's all not, these it's things. It's not hand cream. I Why? don't mean to shame you, but Why? It, hand cream is not spiritual. Why are you looking at me blankly? I'm just not an oracle card kind of girl. But just because that's Yasmin's doesn't mean that's yours. I'm There's saying my things are like things that smell nice, feel nice. Like I have an essential oil roller that I can roll on my wrists and my temples. Does that count? <laughs> AKA perfume. No, no, it's not no, a it perfume. Doesn't count. It's not a perfume. <laughs> it's not a perfume. And These are all beauty things and they're lovely and they're really important. And I think if they I lift- I think it, that counts as beauty. It's what, actually perfume? An, no, it's an essential oil. It's just on a roller. And it smells nice. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But you wouldn't like wear it in the day. When would you wear it? Just at night if you're feeling a bit like you need some calming. Is it like lavender? Yeah. Oh. It's like a calming roller. <sighs> okay. Have that. Right. I would say that I use books in my spiritual toolbox because they take me spiritual. to another place. I think, place. I think you've got this wrong. You've got this wrong. Well, fuck the spiritual <laughs> toolbox. <laughs> You have misunderstood the assignment. Okay. You tell me what's in yours. Okay. So what is in mine is I have crystals. Yeah. I don't use them all the time. Yeah. But I do like them. I do mm -hmm. go to them when I'm feeling, I should probably use them all the time and then perhaps I would feel nice all the time. But when I'm feeling, mm. what, what, no, what? I was just going to say that since Alice came to do our crystal healing yeah. and she then very kindly sent us the little selection of crystals, I've kept mine on a dish 
um, in the living room by the TV. And sometimes of an evening, if I f- like one of them calls to me, I just pick it up and hold it. That, there you go. That, okay. my darling, is a spiritual <laughs> toolbox. So I feel like that's a great way to use them because otherwise they just get forgotten about and I didn't want that. So if one calls to me, I just hold it. Beautiful. Put it in my lap or Lovely. Whatever. Yeah. So you have it by your TV? Yeah. Nice. That's a really a whole good dish idea. Of them. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Although my kids would take mine and I would yeah, never yeah. see them again. Okay, so crystals. Yep. Um, I also love to practice yeah. numerology. You love it. I do. I love it. So numerology is sequence of numbers. And when you yeah. see like four twos together or three twos together or any numbers that keep repeating themselves and they have a different spiritual meaning. Yeah. And I see them all the time every day i will look at my clock and it will be 11 11 or it'll be 22 22 that was one of the first things you ever told me about yourself yeah i see them all the time yeah so i love that it's like my little way of communicating with the universe and the other thing i do is well i i do manifestation on and off i mean i was in a bit of a mood with manifestation when we didn't win that award (laughs) (laughs) no i'm serious I was like manifesting like an absolute banshee yeah. and then we didn't win it. And I was so confused. I was like, hold on, I did all the things. Yeah, okay. So that confused me. And then the other thing is, which you're going to completely take the piss about. But every time I go into my downstairs toilet, which is where my psychic vampire spray is, I spritz myself with it. I shake it to get all the Reiki and all the moonlight and I spritz myself and I love it. Okay. Is that it? Okay. <laughs> you'd have more to say about that nope oh and the other thing is i've got one more yeah um i love going to synagogue yeah you do and i find it very peaceful and very meditative and very calming but i haven't been for ages and i was supposed to go on friday night and then i was tired and it was raining and i didn't go so that is in my spiritual toolbox but i'm not practicing as much as i probably should because i know it's good for me nice So clubbers, please feel free to keep sending those in because we love hearing from you. We'd love to know what's in your spiritual toolbox. And also maybe Lauren can get a few ideas of what a spiritual toolbox actually is. Or maybe I just won't have one. You've got one. You've got the the crystals. Is that it? That's it. Well, it's not hand cream. That I can tell you. (laughs) Hand cream. Hand cream. Hand cream. It's like, uh, I like little, okay, mine is more a self-care toolbox then. Lovely. It's bursting to the seams with things. Well, we'll do that next week. It's okay, you don't have to, it's fine. Should we take a little break and come back for our wellness news flash? Sure. Wellness news flash. Okay, here's one that you may enjoy. In fact, I'd like your opinion on this Go as on. an ex hairdresser. Ex hairdresser. Yeah, love that. I'd like to know your thoughts. It's about something called the silent haircut. I had never heard of this before. Had you ever? Have you ever heard that phrase? I definitely never practiced it. Have you ever heard the phrase? No, but I'm old in hairdressing terms. Old school. Uh, yeah, I'm old school. Okay, so listen to this. It's often thought that catching up with long-standing clients is as much a part of a hairdressing appointment ritual as the hair service itself. True. However, in 2019, London Salon, not another salon, turned this on its head with the silent haircut offering. 
In their salon literature, the description reads, While so many of us love a chin wag at the hairdressers, many just need some time out and that should be okay to ask for. The salon, which has always been a champion of inclusivity and non-judgmental services, has introduced the service so clients don't feel embarrassed asking for quiet time. Three years later and the requests for silent haircuts are increasing as well as the number of salons offering them. Stephen Chapman, founder of the Hoi Polloi Barbershop, says that silent haircuts can cater to many different types of client. From those who suffer with anxiety or sensory issues, have busy work lives, to those whose first language isn't English. Explaining, Newcastle has quite a large foreign student population, so people who struggle to speak English found it hard to speak for a full 45 minutes in a different language that isn't their mother tongue. It removes the stress from the situation. Stephen also realised that clients who found the salon experience stressful would normally put off making an appointment until their hair was unmanageable. Now, quite a few of those are four weekly regulars because they don't have the same stress around the experience. They're happy to book their appointment straight away. That's great. So how does it work? Come on then. The salon stylist will still talk clients through their consultation. It's not just like psychically guess what you're supposed (laughs) to do. And they ask any hair related information throughout the service, but the rest of the time is quiet. To have a quiet appointment, clients ask for a silent cut or colour when booking. Owner of the salon, Sophia Hilton, said, in order for us to be a true non-judgment company, we need to consider all our clients' needs. With mental health issues on the rise, feeling comfortable to say when you need time out couldn't be more important. And then I guess this is the question, do the staff enjoy a silent haircut? For stylists, talking to clients is just a bigger part of their role, so how do they feel about removing this element? At the Hoi Polloi, the barbers use their silent haircuts as a break in the day. When you have a silent haircut booked in, it gives you a bit of respite and a chance to think. Mm. You really concentrate on the haircut and the feedback from the staff is positive. I don't think they'd want to do them all day, every day, but people enjoy giving them as much as clients enjoy having that option, said Stephen. It also gives the stylist the chance to focus on our art because hairdressing is a craft that needs precision and patience. It isn't strange at all for hairdressers to dial the small talk up or down as they switch between clients. Sometimes peace and quiet is just as beneficial for the hairdresser. It really works both ways. You have to have something to do to make it not awkward Mm. because just sitting there staring at yourself in the mirror can be a reasonably off-putting experience I love this I think it's absolutely lovely because it's true so many people would come in first of all I've said before salons can be quite an intimidating place to walk into agreed so if you know that you are going to sit there quietly reading a magazine you know a lot of the time mums would come in they'd have like three young children at home and it would be their only hour to themselves for 10 days Mm. so to then have to sit and make small talk with someone they're not friendly with or someone they don't know, that's more energy, expending more energy that they don't need to. And as the hairdresser, isn't it quite a, also quite a lot of energy constantly keeping up the chit-chat, like the banter that you feel like you have to kind of do? Yes, it can be. Right. It so- can be. I mean, it is part of the job. And when I was training, they would always say, listen, it's 50% the haircut, 50% the service. Because it's almost like a priest. I mean, hairdressers know all the secrets. They do, and you have to know how to be good with people, and you have to know when someone doesn't want to speak or when someone does. You have to read all that. You have to be quite intuitive about it. You absolutely do, and you you are after Mm, doing it for so many years. Um, Listen, clients would never come into my salon and be silent because I just didn't have that relationship. It wasn't that kind of place. We were friends. If they did, would you feel like, oh, that's lovely, or would you feel like, oh, a bit weird? Um... 
Well, after reading this, I would think that's great. And also, I repeat myself all day. Mm. All day I would say the same thing. If they knew that I was going somewhere and they're like, oh, how was such and such? Like, how many times did I repeat about my holiday mm. that I've been on? Mm. And mm. sometimes it's nice just to be quiet. quiet. Yeah. I think I'd feel really uncomfortable asking for that. But I think what they're saying is when you book online, oh, you book there's the probably silent. the silent option. Yeah. I, I would totally book that. Would you? It's one of the things that irritates me most about going to the hairdresser is having to talk. There you go. I don't actually want to. No. Exactly. And I feel quite rude if I don't, but I do make it quite clear in my own way that I'm not there for the banter. Well, phones are helpful in that situation, aren't they? Because if you're sitting there on your phone, then the hairdresser's not going to speak to you. But I also don't like doing that because that feels rude. But also you don't really want to sit there looking at yourself in the mirror. So I actually do. And also it's a good opportunity. Oh, do you? Yeah, sometimes I take a book. If it's a colour and I know I've got to actually sit there, I will take a book. I used to laugh. One of my clients, she always used to bring in her laptop. She always nice. used to have like a two and a half hour appointment. Right. She never opened her laptop. Uh, and okay. Towards the end, I was like, okay. why don't you just stop yeah, bringing it? Why don't you just, let's, let's just uh, forget it's about call this Call a spade now. a spade. Yeah. 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 But I think this is lovely. Yeah. I think it's a really lovely move forward in the hairdressing industry. I really do. Okay, good. I need to share something with you because yes. we haven't done this for a long time. We sometimes used to speak about our fails that we've had during oh, the week. self-care fail. It isn't really a self-care fail. It's just a total fail. Okay. So I don't even know where to begin. Do you remember last week when I was telling you about the, we were doing the recommendations segment and I was talking to you about the podcast, The Orgasm Cult? Yes. And we spoke about it. So I'm just going to give a bit of background about just to remind everybody listening. Don't say that word again. I'm going to say exactly oh what God. I what I'm going to say. Okay. So the orgasm cult, it was a it's a ten parter. It's like a docu series, and it's about this cult that was called One Taste in America, started in San Francisco, and it was all based on orgasm meditation, and it was called Oming. And what they would do is they were trying to change the world through women's orgasm so they would have workshops and they would have courses and coaching courses all about basically how to orgasm properly and women would sit in a room um there would be maybe 40 women in a room they would take off their trousers they would take off their knickers and they would lie there with their legs spread and a man would sit next to them and basically just do this stroking action to help them to orgasm yeah and then it all got I mean, not that that's not dark. It is dark and very inappropriate. But it's all about the story of One Taste and how it then got shut down. And it's an absolutely brilliant podcast. It is. It's very disturbing. Anyway, so exactly what I've just said to you, Clubbers. I, my daughter is at a brand new school. I went to see her in a football match. And I got talking to one of the mums who I had just met. And our girls are starting to get friendly. And she said, what do you do? And I said, I'm a podcast. And she said, oh, what's your podcast about? Blah, blah, blah. And I always love asking people what they listen to. Mm -hmm. And she says to me, what are you listening to at the moment? And I said, I'm listening to The Orgasm Cult. And then I basically went into exactly what I have just said to a complete stranger. I started talking about orgasm and meditation. I even explained it wasn't about the woman climaxing. It was just all about the experience and the build up and the journey. Anyway. Did you like describe what they do? Did you do up and down and up and down and up and down? Did you do all that? I did up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. I did the flick at the end. I did the whole thing. I did the whole thing. You really went there. I really went there. With a stranger. 
with a total stranger. Basically gave her full-on, blow-by-blow details of how these men masturbated these women in a cult. Yeah. In a really engaged way. Yeah, and how it wasn't about the climax. I must have said that about three times (laughs) It's not about the climax! (laughs) Anyway, what what was her face like? Do you know what? What? I didn't even really think about it until I went home about four hours later, I was clearing up from dinner, mm. and you know when you have that <gasps> moment mm. Mm. of, mm. I was talking to a brand new mother mm. from school who I actually really liked, yep. by the way, I really liked her, and I was talking to her about how to get off. Oh my God, oh my God, like, oh my God, <laughs> right? Nice, yeah. <laughs> so I messaged you and yeah. told you what I'd done. Yeah. And blamed you. Oh, you blamed me. Even though this was your podcast that you found that you told me about. Yeah. It's somehow my fault. You want to know why? Please. Because before I met you, I never used to discuss this stuff. I wouldn't even talk about, I wouldn't even say the word vagina. Now. But I don't discuss this stuff. Now I am totally. uh, We have steamed our vaginas. We have sunbathed our assholes. We have vabbed. We have done very weird things that I would never thought I would do. And that is definitely your influence on this podcast. I am now basically desensitized to all of this shit. And it's like, it's if I was telling her <laughs> what I had bought in the supermarket. <laughs> nice. So then I obviously have to send yeah. a panic text. Oh yeah. I didn't, I didn't even know her. I didn't even have her number. Okay. I had to I had to find it in the big WhatsApp group. That's that's almost worse. Now you're like stalking her to tell yeah. her that yeah. you're sorry for talking about wanking. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's almost worse than just like letting it slide because she'd probably just forget about it. But now she's like, oh, she's the wanking woman. She's never going to forget me. Never. But for never, all the wrong reasons. Never going to forget you. So I sent a message saying, it's just occurred to me that I was talking about orgasm and masturbation with a complete stranger. Yeah. Mm. She was very cool in Good. her response. Okay. She was very cool. Yeah. And then she told me that she was going to listen to our podcast the next day. In fact, she texted me the next day to, with a snapshot saying, oh, I'm listening to you now. Oh, well, now she's in it. I haven't heard from her since. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard from her since. And your daughter will be like, I don't know what happened. We were friends. But now she says I can't come round to her house anymore. <laughs> I think the key here is just stop saying to people it's not about the climax. <laughs> because I think you have now said that to me about eight times but the thing is it's not about the climax why is that the bit though? i don't know because you're very fixated on <laughs> because well i find that a bit quite interesting <laughs> i find it quite interesting because isn't it all about the climax i don't want <laughs> i don't want to say what i was gonna say right let's just move on let's, let's just move, move on. on to recommendation of the week and i will not be suggesting any more podcasts okay <laughs> Recommendation of the week. Right, um, new show. Yes, Apple I need TV. a new show. Apple TV. Okay. Bad Sisters. You know Sharon Horgan? Love Sharon Horgan. No. Yes, you do. She's the Irish comedian. She's red hair. in long hair, not ready, brownie. And she does, um, uh, what's the show with Rob Delaney where they accidentally get pregnant? Yeah, no, exactly. That one. Her, yeah. Love her, obsessed with her. Uh, it's her new show. It's a very, very black comedy. Bad Sisters Bad on Apple Sisters TV. Bad Sisters on Apple TV. Okay. Podcast. 
you've just started listening to it. I only this morning. I listened about fifteen minutes. Go on, explain Hoaxed. it. Well, I don't. Yeah. I haven't really listened to it. Okay. Well, remember when we did um, Sweet, Sweet Bobby, Bobby and we had Alexis Mostras on? By the way, I decided as a recap from last week when you said who's the biggest crush you've ever had on the podcast. Well, definitely it was him. He's my favourite. He said he'll come back any time. He can come back any time. <laughs> He's my fave. I've just, I remembered that suddenly. Okay, well, stop talking about it because then he won't come back. Oh, yeah. Shh. <laughs> anyway, he... Uh, he's a very, very serious journalist. He's very nice. He, he is very nice. I'm quite handsome. Okay. Anyway, he's from Tortoise Media. He did Sweet Bobby. And this one is an investigation into one of the UK's most serious conspiracy theories about satanic panic. So there were two kids who told the police they were being abused by a satanic cult headed up by their dad and their teachers in Hampstead in North London. And the whole story was a lie. But the podcast really investigates, well, who is telling these kids to lie? Yeah. And I know, I haven't actually started listening to it yet, but I know if he is behind it, it's going to be a cracking podcast. It's, I've listened to 10, 15 minutes this morning. Yeah. And already it's like giving me the heebie-jeebies, but in a very intriguing way. Love it, can't Put wait. it this way, mm. I'm looking forward to going out for a run later so I can listen to it. Okay, fab. And I hate running. Okay, fabulous. Any beauty items now that we're beauty bloggers? Yeah, now we're beauty bloggers. I'm going with another cheap as chips, can't be beaten, life-changing kind of a thing. We both take it and have done for a long time. It's from Boots. It's evening primrose oil with starflower capsules for anyone who is menstruating. You have said it before, but it... it, it I'm bringing it as our I specialist I think we should say it every product. week. It's seven quid. Uh, you take one a day and I promise, promise, promise it is a game changer for BMT. Yep. But the key is that it's the evening primrosal with starflower. There's something in that starflower that just takes away the rage. Maybe I'll get that one. It's the best one. Or maybe I'll just take it. Just take it. Just take maybe it. Maybe I'll just buy you a bottle when I buy my bottle. I'll just oh, buy you another. Oh, you've got a lot to do. You've got to make my little shots and you've got to buy me a bottle. I'm busy. You are busy. I'm busy caring you. for you this week, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> I'm the sandwich generation. <laughs> <laughs> Caring for those above, below, and and side by side, and peers. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. What are we doing next week? Oh, it's a bit of a show next week. It's a bit of a show. It's we're we're talking. worrying about it. Yeah. Cool. What's it about? It's about how to stop over worrying. Yeah. Big issue. But it is a big. It's not a big issue for me, but it is generally a very big issue. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for being in touch because we'll be back on Monday with that very important show. Please keep your messages coming in. Tell us your thoughts and experiences on anything you'd like us to try or anything that you have tried that you want us to know about. You can email us hello at theselfcareclub.co.uk. Find us on Instagram at selfcareclubpod or come over to TikTok or our website, theselfcareclub.co.uk. We're basically anywhere and everywhere. We'll be back on Monday. Bye-bye.